And welcome to episode 21 of the Dark Insight Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Greer. This week I am joined by my brothers from other countries, Mr. Clifford Goldsmith, a.k.a. Death Note. How are you this week, Cliff? All good. In the hood. And we have Mr. Vader Van Oden from the lovely New Zealand. How are you this week, Vader? I am good, thank you very much. If you are joining us... um, for the first time with this episode, you should you should definitely go back and listen to the first twenty. They're great. Um, but if this is your first episode, we're kind of changing it up. So just a a brief announcement: this episode is going to be focused on Dark Souls three, um, and then next week's episode will be focused on video games and news and things like that. Um, so if you want to hear about what we've been playing, about things we've been doing, if you want to check out the weather, go listen to episode twenty. Um, but we're still going to be listening. We're still going to be talking about Dark Souls three. We're just doing a on-again, off-again week kind of thing. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about the Undead Settlement. If for some reason you're listening to a Dark Souls podcast and Dark Souls 3 has been out for several weeks and you haven't made it to the second area, just go ahead and turn this podcast off and go play Dark Souls. Go knock that out and then come back to us. (laughs) You should have done that by now. (laughs) I don't know why you're listening to this and not playing video games. You should go play video games. Um, But we're going to be talking about everything in Undead Settlement, so if that's an area that you're concerned with for our spoilers, um, like, I mean, just watch out. We're going to be talking about it in in detail. We'll be talking about the bosses, there's one very significant um, surprise that happens in this area. Um, probably not just one. There's se- several significant surprises that happen in this area. So if you haven't gone to play through it, go play through it. <clears throat> Does that sound all right with you guys? Yep. Yeah. Excellent. So um, Spoilers. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> you get to this area um, after you defeat the... Uh, Vort of the Boreal Valley, who is the first boss of the High Wall of Lothric. You go out and you... The vile watchdog. Yeah. yeah. You, you go out and so you get this cool. like huge view of... Um, which What you don't realize now, but what is going to be the world of Dark Souls 3. Like, it's... You can see mm. all of the future areas from this. And um, there's even one area that's like a village off to the side that is not in the game. So people are speculating that that might be uh, DLC, <clears throat> which I think is pretty oh, really? cool. really? Which, which direction is that to see if you're looking at? If you're, if you're looking straight out, um, it'll be like mm. towards the top of the screen and a little bit to the right. Like there's like a village thing that you don't mm. actually go to. If I can find the picture of oh, it, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Um Somebody did like an MS Paint thing and just circled where it was. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> but yeah, and then you, you raised well, this banner thing that um, Emma gave you. Uh, I think her name is Emma, gave you. Um, and then the gargoyles come in from Anne Orlando come and pick you up and take you to <laughs> the Undead Settlement, which is a really bizarre thing. That was kind of a freaky moment for me. I don't know about y'all when they, when they popped up. Sort of expected. Yeah. Oh, really? You so expected was, that? Was, really? It was, was a surprise. Yeah, I, I weren't expecting it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't too surprised to see them. It's kind of been a kind of a staple of the Souls games, seeing those gargoyles. I think I was more surprised how early in the game it was, because um, yeah, usually mm-hmm. it's a, 
a pivotal moment later in the Souls games that kind of happens. The gargoyle snatcher. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's kind of a, a reverse because on the uh, in Dark Souls yeah, one, yeah. it was at the end of the game and you're going up. This time it's at the start of the game and you're going down. Yeah, you're kind of leaving the it's end area of... um, mm. to go explore the world before you come back. <laughs> it's, it is yeah. very different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, my question is: is who like did you both stop, take your heart off, and like take a screenshot of the vista? <laughs> Because I'm sure everybody oh, absolutely. did. I, don't, I have the thing like where I have the UI auto where it auto hides, so like I can just take. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, 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 I was taking screenshots all over the place, and I do the thing where like because I like my character's outfit so much that I try to take screenshots during the cutscenes. So like I was, I take screenshots constantly. I probably have 200 screenshots <laughs> of Dark Souls Three for my first playthrough. <clears throat> I died. You walked off the edge. Yeah, well, I stood at the edge to take a picture. I turned my character around to face the camera so you could see the dude, and I pressed the wrong button, and he, he popped back <laughs> <to> the edge. <laughs> it's like the selfie suicide. See that? Yeah. Oh, Christ's sake. Yeah, idiot. I do that all the time. Sometimes I'll be talking to NPCs, and I'll be pressing circle to speed it forward, and then I'll just hop backwards and disappear off an edge or something. Oh, oh, it's like that, the God. magic blacksmith in Dark Souls yep. 1. Man, that... Every time I was so careful, like, push this yeah. button. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I've gone off that edge so many times. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, da, da, da. oh, feck. There I go. Yeah. <laughs> I did, um, uh, I put yeah. this up as a video on my YouTube. It was just a, a clip, but um, I was at this elevator thing, and um, this is a much later area, but there was a message beside it that said, try down. Like, maybe there's a secret down there. So I was like, okay. So I let the elevator go up, and I looked down, and I was like, no, this doesn't look right. So I threw a prism stone down, and sure enough, like, the prism stone broke and screamed. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go rate this message down. So I went to the message, and I rated it down, and then I was doing the same thing, just hitting that circle button to get out of the menus. And then sure enough, just backstepped right back down into the elevator shaft he was trying to get me into. Just absolutely, youtube.com uh, slash not ECEC, by the way, if you want to see that fucking MLG sniper pro gamer <laughs> kind of shit. <laughs> uh, that was the worst. Awesome. Good old yeah, trolls. No, it's, uh, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, they, they grab you up and they take you down, didn't they, into our, our next area, which is the undead settlement. So, yes. And yeah. The reason why you can't just walk on down to the settlement is that bridge is broken. We're at the edge of a, a broken bridge at the base of the castle. I think, I think everything's fucking broke. Like oh, yeah, everything's yeah. floating and up here and down there, and it's all over the place. It don't seem like a lot of these things are supposed to be connected anymore. It's D- it's DMC, like just, it's like Devil May Cry. DMC, yeah, kind of yeah. weird, spacey stuff. Lots of spacey wacy. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Yeah. So the um, yeah. Gargoyles take you down to the bridge, and then you spawn at a kind of near a bonfire. And um, there's, I mean, this this whole area is pretty cool, I think, because it's just huge. Like you really get a sense of like being mm. able to see a really far distance. And um, uh, shortly after this, you can meet like your kind of one one a weird NPC. Like you go out to the edge of this bridge, and there's all these weird pilgrim guys from the trailer that you've seen. And uh, they all look like they've just turned into stone trying to go back to Lothric. And one of them, you, hear, you start hearing one of them talking to you. Sure enough, one of them's alive and says, you know, can 
hey, I'm such and such, and I'm doing such and such. Like he's got a whole thing that he goes through, but basically, can I pledge my service to you? You're the you're the you're the chosen one. You're the you know you're going to be our lord. And um, it one of those is that Yol of that's Yol of Londor. Um, and as soon as you say yes, he does yeah. that weird disappearing act, and he shows back up in Firelink. And um, he's got a whole quest line with him. Did you guys do the thing where you used him to level up for free? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did, and I didn't didn't get it. I did I did one, and then I was told I could heal, and so I healed, and then I took it away, and it was weird. Like <laughs> I didn't know what was going. Yeah, the me- the mechanic around um, it is really um, interesting. Like so, you the moment you take mm. it the first time, you you turn on your Halloween stat, and um, yeah, you get a dark yeah, sigil. and you get one dark sigil, and um, mm. as you get more hollow, and you turn more hollow by dying more, um, and you pass these thresholds, he'll give you he'll let you take another dark sigil, which gives you a free level. And he'll, finally, he'll max out at five, and then stuff happens to him after that. I think it won't happen until after this area, so maybe we'll talk about him next week. But um, stuff yeah. happens after that, and that has a like a drastic impact on the game as far as a whole NPC quest line or two. An ending is around all it starts here, so like, like a whole diff separate ending. It's it's really cool. Like I, I had a lot of fun with this. I, I like this guy a lot, <clears throat> even though he doesn't do much. But I'm yet to to do that quest line. That's my next project and new game plus nice yeah, it's it's fun it's really creepy and it's really fun it's quite an obscure quest line i must say you know i there are a few yeah i've been um i've been trying to do cirrus's quest line and i think we meet her in this area at some point too but like it's, it's just bonkers like what you have to do like it you know go back to places and then go revisit places get someone into their world like it's all kinds of weird stuff you have to do so I like it. I like it. I like really. <laughs> who, who is this person you speak of? Is it not Cirrus? <laughs> who am I? Who am I thinking of? Uh, the the yeah, the the white yeah, lady. Yeah, maybe I don't meet. Maybe we don't meet her in this area. Uh, um, no. Uh, no. Uh, you. Met, I think you might meet her in the shrine. But uh, yeah, I joined a covenant, and she was like, "Nah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if you go do, away." Yeah. She hated me instantly, yeah. so I didn't see her again. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me, and it wasn't even joining the covenant. It's just talking to the covenant. I just talked to the Covenant, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, God you can, damn um, it. apparently, she, she apparently does, you can uh, yeah. talk to the co- she does have a connection. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. She has a, can, does have a connection with this area, but that kind of comes in later in the yeah. game. Um, but so, you can talk, to, apparently you can talk to the Covenant, you just can't um, donate to the Covenant, and you can't equip the Covenant item. Um, but you can talk to it, you can get the covenant, and then you can like get the item, but you just can't equip it, and you can't like go uh, give that particular covenant the whatever the reward is to rank up. Ah, uh, that's what done it. I, I gave, I, I gave yep. the covenant a thing. Because that's your first reaction. Yeah, yeah so you bombs. open up and you're like, oh, I have one of those yeah. already. Let me give you one. And then, yeah, but apparently that's, okay, that's yeah, what give brings you one, it. Yeah. Can you, because that covenant you can use to respec. Can you respec and not break the, the, her sequence? I don't. Uh, you, no, because you'd have to. You'd have to get because to respec, you have to give five things, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, not I sure thought... if you like you have to donate five things or if you just have to have five of the items on you. So I'm not. I'm not quite sure how that works. I haven't. I haven't experimented with that at all. I think you. I think you have to donate. I think you actually have to I donate. Haven't, I haven't respec yet, but um. Mm. But yeah. So yeah, he. Well, he... No, I was just going to say I quite like this. This uh, Yol of Londo. He's quite cool quite a cool character he's a bit odd a bit weird but he's a 
He seems quite nice. He's yeah. a nice chap. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's weird. <laughs> Did it take you a while to work yeah. out which one he was? Because you just hear this kind of breathing and a bit of mumbling. You're like, what the heck? And so I went around like looking at all of them, and I tried. I started on the wrong side of the, the kind of area. Um, these guys, it's like, what about? It's about 40 of them. Mm-hmm. These kind of um, yeah, sound like pilgrims, p- pilgrims of Londor. They're all facing towards Lothric Castle, where you've just come from on the other side of the broken bridge, but it's like way lower down. And they all just stopped and died because the bridge is broken. And we saw and we oh, saw some of these in, in Lothric as well. Like there's some in the courtyard before the first boss of, of the game and stuff yes, like that. Like yes, we've, yeah. we've seen this around. This is just the first first one we've seen that was alive and talking to you. Yep. Um, and you, you mentioned, Jeremy, that we've seen this in the, the trailers. I hadn't seen it in the trailers. I saw it in the uh, intro cutscene. Oh, that, I meant the intro cutscene. Yeah, I'm sorry if I said trailer. Yeah, yeah. I forget that they just released yeah, that intro cutscene as a trailer. So that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't seen that before the game, so they were new to me. Oh, cool. Um, on the other side of the bridge um, is a uh, kind of a weird set piece where there's a, a big gate, um, and there's several like undead hollows just kind of milling about they're non-hostile to you and then the gate opens and a bunch of dogs run out and just chew through these people <laughs> and uh i don't know about you but i just <laughs> let the dogs like do their thing and then i just you know kill them from afar with my magic so i don't but like that was a pretty easy encounter for me but yeah and then kept kept on going yeah i don't yeah, think it's same. meant to be a hard encounter like i i didn't have magic i had no range stuff so i let them kill the dudes and then i just jumped on the one of the wagons and then dropped on the dogs and killed like three in one hit um it's a, it's a cool <laughs> like, set piece though i always like when i when i did it i basically i run down he opens the gate i run through the gate kill the dude and then shut the gate behind me and leave the dogs out there. <laughs> yeah I did. i've done that once yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very bloodborne on the other side of the gate set piece it is very bloodborne set piece yeah yeah like, it's exactly what i thought like it, it sets up that because the guy that opens the gate, he's uh, one of the settlement <clears throat> guys, one of the mm. undead from the settlement. And so it just, uh, yeah, kind of raises questions like, why is he attacking these other hollows? Is he not a hollow himself? Or is he a hollow? Or they're more hollow? I don't know. Like, it, if it, By looking at them, they those ones outside seem like ultra, super fucking hollow dead. Yeah, they seem like dragglings almost. Like, like, get get, the, get this trash yeah. off my bridge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feed you to my dogs if you don't get off my bridge. Like, the the one, the actual undead yeah. settlement people like like seem like they have more, they're more put together. Like, they're they're dressed better, like, that great. But, like, they have clothes, they have weapons. Like, none of the dragglings outside seem like they had any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because it will it, it it proceeds obviously later on, but the people within the undead settlement that are alive are worshippers of one of the lords of Cinder, aren't mm-hmm. they? <clears throat> and they're they're all part of that. And I think obviously those dreglings outside are just like better cannon fodder. Like yeah, go on off you go. So there's, <laughs> in like the previous Dark Souls games, most of what we're fighting are hollow versions of people. So are they? Are they, have these have they not lost their mind? They're, they're just enemies of us because we are un, unkindled. I think that you can think that. Uh, yeah, I, hmm. I think that because you're not yeah. with disregarding the whole hollowing conversation from just a minute ago, which seems totally separate. Like you don't, you aren't hollow. Like you're not. You don't have the curse. You're just you're just no. unkindled. Like and you are able to you know take these lord souls in or these cinders of the lord and reignite them and hopefully take 
you know, take the flame. Like, that, like that's not spoilers. That's like the intro of the game. So, like, I, I definitely <laughs> no. think that the enemies yeah. in a given area are smarter, are a higher, are evolved higher. Maybe like they haven't degraded as much as our enemies in a normal Dark Souls game. Yeah, well, it's interesting because that makes us more of the jerk who's coming in and ruining people's day. Because previously. <laughs> The, the, all the, they're just all hollow and so they're just nutcases who are just attacking you that's kind of whereas now we are the nutcase coming and attacking mm. them did, did you did you see Miyazaki's um, description of what it is to be unkindled and born from ash Mm-mm. no you tell was that a yes no, or a no, no I think no I, I we have not seen it no uh, basically he said the difference between being an undead hollow, an unkindled, an unkindled born from ash is someone that has attempted to rekindle and light the first flame, but failed and has become ash and reborn from ash. That's, Apparently that is the case. Well, that's what I kind of stood, but what does it mean to <laughs> fail kindling? Is that where you've got to the end of a Dark Souls game and you've burnt yourself up, but you weren't enough fuel, so you just kind of burnt to ash? Yeah, you obviously you just done a shit job. Yeah, not enough gas. Or you know, um, <laughs> yeah. the the firekeeper talks about bringing her sovereignless souls in order to you know level you up. Maybe they just can't handle that. Like they get to level ten and they're like, oh fuck, and then they just burn up. Like they're just not. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that sounds dumb, but like like if you think about it, like yeah. they they, they yeah. aren't able to hold those kind of souls that they would need to, in order to be able to handle something like the first flame. Like they're just they can't handle it. What? Yes, maybe. Yeah, those um, people who banned, bounced off the game and couldn't get any further. Yeah, yeah. That was always the thing, right? Where you're, you go full hollow when you turn the game off in Dark Souls 1. Like, that was so, like, this, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but that's hollow. That's not that's not going to ash. But, yeah, I love that they do that, though. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder, because yeah, cool. thinking about the ending of Dark Souls 1, like, it's never near... You don't see a huge effect from kindling the, the fire. You more just get burnt. So maybe... It is a it is discussing and it's a concept based on the actual ending. You're not actually doing anything as the player character. It's these other great lords who have actually restarted the era of fire again. And you're just not one of the player you're as a player, you're not actually one of them. You're just someone who's burnt up in the fire. <laughs> a little sparkle in the in the first flame. Could be. It completely changes the the ending of Dark Souls One. If you take it that way, we have all of us, all the millions of us who have played Dark Souls One, who just right. failed. Mm. I like it. And become ash to be become unkindled. We have our second chance of Dark, Dark Souls Three. Whereas I guess then the ending of Dark Souls Two, you more of the player who it does become a Lord of Cinder because you've 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 taken the throne, which is a slightly different than Dark Souls One. Yeah, which is, and it's also, I mean, you could also just technically walk away in Dark Souls 2 as well with the Scholar ending. You could just leave, so. <clears throat> kind of interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess we should probably go back to the level. Uh, we get past that encounter with the dogs, and then um, <laughs> we find our first bonfire of the area. And um, there's a really cool vista that if you're, if you pay attention, which I did not, or if you have binoculars, which I did not, um, which is going to be a running theme in these episodes, uh, you you can look up here and you can kind of <laughs> see something cool if you're paying attention. But like, did you guys catch this the first time? Or do you know what I'm talking about that with the with the giant tower and the giant on the top of it? 
Um, uh, I knew about him because of I'd seen it in playthroughs. Uh, so you, you, so I, I don't think I saw him then. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't notice him at all. It wasn't until I went back later and used the binoculars that I realized you can just totally see him shooting arrows like from the first of the level, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Uh, obviously, to the listeners out there, that we are speaking of the giant of mm-hmm. the area. He's uh, he's plotted up firing arrows, but you, you can, yeah, if you look at, as you say, just look just past that bonfire, you can see him with his uh, bow and arrow firing. And you can hear it as well. If you listen carefully, you can hear that thwack when he's sort of firing his arrows. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And then... Um, that's one thing I... Yeah, it's one... F- no, I was just going to say, it's one thing I find that the Dark Souls games in general does very well is these in-the-distance things that you can see that you're going to come into later on, bump into. I, I do like that. You can look over and go, oh, I see that, and then an hour, two hours later, you're there. And I, yep. That's one of the things I really like about these games. It's well, awesome. That's what, um, with, with me and the Giant, <laughs> I got to the area... Um, where he's shooting at and i saw all the things in the ground and i think that's some of the like the 10 seconds of footage i've seen was of someone getting hit by a massive um arrow so i knew instantly <laughs> where, it, where it was and what it was yeah and I, I turned around ran back turned around saw the tower in the distance and was like nope i'm going that way and so i completely ignored the way i was going and turned around and went back the other way to find the tower because I was like, if he's shooting at me, I must be able to get up there and kill it. Uh, so interesting, <laughs> yeah. Because I just ran through, and because I, I mean, and people who are listening to this probably already know, but like, there's an area later in this level where you get to it, and all of these arrows are crashing down on you, and it, it's really, really like harrowing. Like you, because it, it, not only if it hits you, like, do you, does it do a lot of damage? But there's an area of effect, and that's like, you know, you're being bombarded, and there's like a mental thing too, where you're just running around like crazy trying to avoid it. So. You got there and then and yep. then turned around and was like, "Nope, fuck this! I'm gonna go try to find <laughs> the tower." Yeah, and so I went and did all the rest of the the, the level um, and found the tower and yeah, went up and spoke to him. Interesting, and then which made was, peace with him. Yeah, because you get the option of making peace with him or um, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. It's very cool. We'll find him. What and while we're on that, because so we don't have to jump back to it later. I was um, I while in Japan, I in my downtime or in the evenings or mornings, I chucked on Neo most of the time, but I would also chucked on Dark Souls three a couple of times, and I kind of did the first few areas. And I was running through, and I was um, me and my brother were discussing where an item was, like, and we couldn't like clarify, <coughs> and we figured it was past that tower, and so I ran up and I ran up the tower. And I just commented, I'm just going to go talk to the giant. He's like, what do you mean talk to the giant? I'm like, you can talk to the giant. He's like, what? (laughs) And I ran up and I said, see, make peace. He's like, what? Um, And he never had that as an option. He he was playing the Japanese version and he's good at Japanese, but he's not fluent and he he can't read everything in it. Um, But he did what you did, Jeremy. He ran, we discussed it and what must be the trigger he ran through the area, and I think he must have killed the boss, and then came through and did the tower. No, you can still do that. But when he ran up, he said the giant was hostile. He had no choice. That's very strange. Yeah, no, oh. you can you can kill the boss. I've killed the boss, then gone up. You have to um, yeah, you have peace. to pick up the uh, the white branch in order to make peace branch. from him. White, yeah. white, white, yeah. That's maybe yeah. what it was. Maybe he didn't stop to pick up things because he was just I'm getting shot. I'm just gonna run through. Yeah. 
um, that might be what it was. It might be the white branch, must be the trigger. Um, but yeah, so he had no idea because yeah. being in Japanese, he just had no idea. Um, and so he just the giant attacked him. So he wailed on the giant <laughs> and killed it. Um, oh, that giant comes in handy in some of the later areas. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah. And, uh, and it, that's a cool touch. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I wonder if anyone else, um, if it's just because it was in Japanese that he missed kind of some of the um, things or was that fact that he just happened to run through. I wonder if anyone else did the same thing mm. and missed it. Mm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. I like this... Um at the, after you leave the bonfire, you go through this like kind of ramshackle house thing, and uh, you get to this courtyard mm. where you get an enemy that, if you've played Demon Souls, like you immediately go like, "What the fuck is that doing here?" Like it's it really looks like the um, executioner guys from Demon Souls, except it's a lady, and they shoot fireballs at you, and then they just want to hug you with their fire hugs. <laughs> oh man, those those enemies! My first time through on my strength build, they would giving me so much shit like they'd either smash me in the face with a book or batter with the mace or or fire hug oh me man yeah the, the, fi- the fire oh, hug Christ. is just is so bad man. and as a mage which was my first run like these guys were just ridiculously hard yep if i've said it once i've said it a million times grab attacks suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they really do uh, I love their. Uh, I really love the the audio associated with them. Though, like, as they're as you're fighting them, like they're constantly like yeah. talking and telling you about how they're gonna you know scrub you from the earth and like they have all this cool crazy dialogue that's just really insane. It's a bastard. Yeah, curse. that stuff is just so good. They got that big book that they're reading from. Like the character design is just really neat. So. Yeah, because you say that the like well, executioners, they, they, but they also have a lot well, of yeah, they, bloodborne in them as well. Sure. Yeah, that's that's the thing that they they I quite like what they are as a character as well because well you start the game you know of Aldrich yeah, he's in the intro but they um that they, they're basically fucking they 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 ferry undead bodies to him so he can munch yeah, on you, them. and you, we'll find <laughs> these dudes like throughout the game too um it's really really cool yeah um I guess they're kind of like um cease um. What are they called? The channelers. Uh, channelers, yeah. Channelers, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very cool. So like, really cool. Uh, all yeah. different games mashed into one character. Yeah, it's fun. Yes. Is this where at that bonfire? Is this where you pick up your first um, shardy thing as well? Isn't it? Is yeah, it, I believe you do get an Esther shard ever? from here. Uh, I don't know if it's your first one. I, th- I think you could find yeah. one. You, no, you definitely find one in Lothric. So this should be like your second one. Um, but this Definitely, this is yeah. like a there's a split here and um, you can go right across a bridge to an area or you can go left and I went left into like the little houses part and then yeah. to- totally yeah, forgot so, that yeah. there was a or you could go right and like didn't go find like if you go right you end up finding like your pyromancer trainer you find a whole covenant like there's all that stuff over there didn't do any of that till the end mm. of the game <laughs> i came back to this area and was like what the <laughs> fuck is this never even saw well, this like it was that kind of like whoa so yeah that's what's well, so, yeah the left as we mentioned earlier with that we skipped a bit which leads to where the arrows are mm-hmm. heading doesn't it it's like a, it's a straight yeah. path and that's why i went back up right because i remembered the bridge um and i used that way to get down to the tower well, there's also a little because you got the left, and then there's also a left bit that's further up, 
where you go in, you can go into the room and there's a hole in the floor that you can fall through. Yep. And you can pick up your first covenant. Mm-mm. Would it be second covenant? Should be second your second because you got second the uh, the. You, yeah. you can be a blue bro. Blue. Yeah, the way of blue from the from author. But yeah, you get yeah. you find the warrior of sunlight, so you can be a, a, a gold phantom, which everybody loves to be. Um, and then. Ooh. After after discovering your first uh, cage, <laughs> yeah, <area>. yeah, which are really <laughs> freaky. Those like smashed up dudes, um. <laughs> like seven guys in one cage. Uh, so they're they're very bloodborne, but after because I wasn't expecting, it, I was like, la, 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 la. it's like Rah! they start wailing. You let their legs at you. It really, it actually made me jump quite a lot the first time. <laughs> <around>. <laughs> yeah, scared the also, shit out of me. They're not very. They're not very. Um, they're very resistant to slashing. So I was using my Uchi Katana and it does jack all damage. Like it just does absolutely no damage to them. Because... If you do thrust, they die straight away. Yeah, thrust. I had um, Estoc as my second weapon. So yeah, that just one hits them. But the, the Uchi does a thrust on the R2. It does, you're so right. I'm using it at the moment. Yep. Yeah, kills them. Bosh, one go. I love the Uchi. It's a good sword. It is fun. <laughs> I used it my whole playthrough. Mm. But the interesting thing about that room with the way the Sunbros Covenant, mm-hmm. uh, Sunlight Warriors, that there's your very first Estus pot. They are brewing Estus. They're brewing Estus. And you, you find out later who is brewing Estus, which I, 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 it's a detail I very much like. But uh, yeah, you have an Estus soup, and it just tells you, like, drink the soup, and it heals, up, heals you up. And that's so good. <laughs> that's so much fun. I, d- I don't know why I like Estus soup so much, but... Uh, one of my top-rated messages is for the next bonfire we'll get to. I said, I said, you know, bonfire head, praise the soup in the message, and it's got like a hundred or two hundred ratings. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! <laughs> I like it. That's good. Yeah, the level mm. design here is really, really that- interesting. Like it kind of loops in and on itself. Like you're going on mm. rooftops, you're going into houses, you're dropping through stuff. Like it's multi-leveled, and it's I just I adore it. Like I and this as a again, I'm always. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear you guys out saying this, but my first playthrough was so hard with the magic character. Like this this area was just fucking bonkers difficult for me. It took me hours to get through here. It'll taken me quite a while, but I can't idea. I don't know how long. Yeah, it took me a long time to get through here as well, but that's just because I'm shit. <laughs> uh, the where we've just gone through that area, like ugh, those bloody. I don't know what what they're called. The the small creatures with the hat, and they all gang up on you, and they just all jump all over you. My little thief dudes. Oh man, those enemies! They don't like me. Oh, they, they do don't. They like don't like me. anybody. <laughs> those guys are assholes. Oh Christ! Yeah, I died yeah, to them throughout the awesome. game a lot because the Ujikatana's first attacks are reasonably slow, and so I'd go to attack, and they'd just like quick do a yeah. quick attack, and then I'd be dead because like someone else would hit me from the side or. Yeah, it was frustrating. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, with the Uchi up it, gone. Um, we missed, we missed. Um, what's her name? The Bone, the Dead Lady. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Loretta's Bone. Yeah. yeah. So in um, oh mm-hmm. yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, you are Grey right Rat right. has tasked you with finding his his lady friend and giving her a ring, and uh, you find her corpse and end up getting her bone. Um, so yeah, if you take that back to him at this point, he's gets kind of really sad like more sad than i or excuse me sadder than i expected him to be like i th- there's like mm. in his dialogue about this stuff like he get he starts getting kind of weepy and then the next time you go see him he's like curled up in a little ball which is a gesture that you learn from him like he i mean it's 
he's kind of he's kind of fucked up about this, which I expected him to be just like a shitty thief. So it was surprising that he was like showing some pathos. Yeah, yeah. he was super upset. He's just like, oh, I can't believe she's dead, and he's like super super gutted. It's just like, oh, and you can't even buy anything from him because he's so distraught that this Loretta's actually dead. He, you, yeah, he's non. He's, he doesn't act <laughs> as a as a merchant anymore for, until you come back again for a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah, I felt sorry for poor old Grey Rat. I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't told him now. I wish I'd just lied. <clears throat> yeah, that is an option, isn't Amazing. it? I have to try lying to him next time. Mm. See what happens. I'm sure it would just probably arrest his quest for, at that point. Oh, he might still want to go out and rob and pillage, though. I don't, I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to look that up and see what you can do. Mm. Um, I need to find out what yeah. happens in of his things. They kind of just disappeared for me. I sent him out to do some pillaging, and then he never came back. Yeah, his... I, f- I finished his quest yeah, line. His, his quest line's kind of a bummer. It, his quest line uh, links with another character from later on in the game or a character we find in, in this, this area. area. Yeah. Um, so continuing yeah. on the left-hand path, um, th- again, I, like the, you're going over rooftops, you're you know killing some enemies, you're finding a bunch of loot. Like it's it's a I, I find the level design really interesting. Um, but man, finding this next bonfire was like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> this was so good. And um, I, I don't is this the debilitated or um, this is like a crumbling bonfire, yeah, dilapidated, dilapidated okay, yeah. bridge. Um, and this one has a. Uh, mm. Again, like you're given a choice between going left or right. If you go right, there's a locked door that's obviously a shortcut of some kind, so you can't go down there. And then going left brings us to the area that we talked about before, um, where the giant is shooting arrows, giant arrows at you. Um, is this also our first um, NPC giant man? Oh yes, with giant the man. bloody choppy fucking things oh, yeah. with a bald on their back so you can't, can't backstab, backstab them. <laughs> yeah. Those dudes are motherfuckers too, huh? Can't backstab them. <sighs> yep. Yeah, I, I I had some trouble with these guys at first. On my first run through, I wasn't doing very good. <laughs> I'm doing a lot better with my Dex playthrough. But yeah, these, these guys, that guy, those guys in particular were giving me trouble. Because they, they kind of, you they, they got that forward swipe and you get round them, but then because they got such a big weapon they swing round in almost a full 360 and they just hit you <laughs> don't matter where you're standing they they manage to get you they're quite uh quite brutal these guys yep and what makes that little run even harder it's like a little gauntlet down that left hand side isn't it it's very much like the cannon mm. situation in bloodborne where you've got the kind of the instead of the cannonball you've got one of these um channel ladies shooting her what is it? Her flies or a mosquito fireball? Fly, fly yeah. Um, at you, and so she's shooting at you as you're running down this channel, and it's a bit of it's, it is a gauntlet. There's lots of guys jumping out from the sides to you, and you get to the bottom, and you got that giant to fight, and you also have your first NPC invasion, right there. <laughs> so, is there an NPC invasion there? Is yep. There? Your first, uh, your purple pansies, um, covenant. What are they actually called? Mm. Uh, the Mound Makers. Mound yeah. Makers. Yeah, Mound Makers, that's it. Um, yeah, the the head honcho uh, invades there if you're in human form. Oh. Well, there's so many there's so cool. many NPC invasions I missed because I wasn't uh I wasn't lit as the podcast yeah. John boys say. I wasn't lit up through this area. <laughs> Get um, lit. <laughs> well yes, I missed yeah. a lot because I I wasn't summoning, so I just kinda of didn't bother with the 
the embers that often. Um, but this time I must have been still lit from when I was killed the last boss, I guess. Boss, yeah. Um, um, I really, I, I like this this whole thing because you can really utilize the uh, the giant arrows to kill the enemies for you. So you can run around like a crazy person yep. collecting loot and then like have no enemies left, um, which is I just find really fun. Like that's that's a whole lot of fun for me. Well, what's really cool if you go what I did, I too I was like, nope, turned back around after seeing all the arrows and went back yeah. into yeah. the rest of the level. Mm-hmm. You get him to help you, you come <laughs> down there, and you become immune to his arrows, <laughs> and that's a lot more fun because you just you don't have to run around like yeah, oh, yeah. you just stand Absolutely. there. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> I was hesitant I like at using first. Him. I was hesitant at first because I still thought I'd get hit, hurt, but now you become completely immune. Yeah, I like running in, drawing everyone out, and then just standing there and watching him get smashed by his arrows. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so, Jeremy, did yeah, you fight the fun. the mold maker head honcho dude uh, at this point? No, I did not. No, the mound maker guy didn't. I, I don't think I got a NPC invasion until much, much later in the game. Okay. Yeah, this was my same, first one. Same, yeah. That would have been a... Um, wasn't, wasn't that would Because I saw a lot of uh, purple signs around, and I you know, I hadn't looked up... I knew I knew that they existed. I'd seen, like, a purple phantoms before in the in the pre-release stuff, but, like, didn't know how the Covenant worked, so I never summoned them. But that would have been a clue that they could be, you know, evil or good. So, I, that's... I wish I'd stayed, and I know better too. Like I've played Dark Souls games before. I wish I'd stayed lit, as they say, um, more during the game. Like I should have done that. But you know, you're always worried about losing embers or what have you. <clears throat> one one thing that baffled me, like why in God's name, if there's a purple one on the floor, would you summon a purple if you know that they can turn on you? Anytime? I still don't understand why you would ever summon a purple unless you just want to fuck around or you know, like I don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, me neither. Because I know they can turn on me, so I'm just like, no, fuck that, I'm not not summoning you. There's one purple phantom, and then there's like (laughs) ten white signs and ten gold signs. Like, what am I going to pick? I I, I don't get it. (laughs) Not the fucking purple one. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But you get through this, do we want to talk about this boss here? Or do we want to kind of explore the rest of the level and then come back for the boss at the end? Obviously, either way. Come back. Yeah, come come back? back. Okay, yeah. so you, you through the end of this path, um, you see a very obvious uh, boss door, but we're gonna we're gonna come back to that later, and we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> take the right, which leads us back to the other part of the level, um, and this is where like the scale of this level really impresses me because you can look out and realize, oh, I just walked through this whole yeah. thing, and there's this whole thing over here left to explore. Like it's huge, even if it doesn't like. It's not yeah. undead parish to or like undead burg to lower undead burg like where they connect or whatever like it's just huge and wraps in and on itself. I think that's really really neat. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, well, and just a comment on on level design. I you talk about this this wrapping or looping level design that Miyazaki is great with and stuff. What I found really interesting is that the levels throughout the areas of Dark Souls 3 always seem to do it slightly differently. Like they were they were quite unique in their yeah. design. Not just look. They actually would the shortcuts were done in a different way. Um, they weren't always just the same trick. They had a few a few more tricks up their sleeves than usual, I think, in their in their shortcuts, which I thought was very cool. It made traversal a lot more interesting. Um, yeah, this is something I noticed. 
Um, so where else we got to go now? We've got to go across the bridge, don't we? Back up uh, that courtyard we mentioned, which is more of a bonfire area where we first saw the lady things. Jim, yeah, we, we can... Um, well, you can... I, I was kind of frustrated. You've yeah, got a choice you, of two, you, there. You've got a you? choice. And, um, and in fact, you can go three different ways. Like, there's the path to the right, which will eventually lead you to the to that bridge that you're talking about, except you can't open the door from this side, which really frustrated me when I went through it my second time. Because no. I knew on my second playthrough, I was like, I know exactly where this is. I'll just unlock this shortcut real quick and I'll come clear it out later. But you can't. You actually have to approach it from the other side. Um, and then we can go straight and you can go down into the sewers and then you can actually open up that shortcut that we mentioned from the dilapidated bridge. So you can get back over there, which which felt really good at that point. And then um, you can actually, and then from there you can go left. <laughs> this is really hard to explain in podcast mm. form. And then you can get to the tower that uh, Vader mentioned earlier, where he met uh, the giant. And this is where we find those huge yeah. dudes with the saw blades, except they're carrying giant soup pots, and they pots. Those fucking and pots. they yeah, and they throw them oh, things man. so fast, they're so fast. And then they have that AOE <laughs> thing where like if they break beside you, like it doesn't work very well. Like it's a bummer. It staggers mm-hmm. you, and yeah, yeah. When they smack, they can smash it down on the floor, and even if you're next to it, it can stagger you, and then they smash it over your head. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 oh, not fun at all. Um, and then right <laughs> past this is where we meet an NPC who bears a remarkable resemblance to Garl of Vinland from Demon Souls. Like it's the same dude, basically. Like mm. as soon as I saw him, I was like, yep. "What is yeah. this? Has got to be a reference." And sure enough near him and he's a very gruff dude who doesn't really want to fuck with you at all um but right near him you can kind of see that there's a there's a maiden behind some bars that you can't really interact with at all um and you don't really know what how to you don't really know how to unlock it but you you can figure out if you played dark souls before like you'll eventually unlock this door um yeah how did you guys get down there the first time i'm kind of curious i went and bought the key from Uh. the merchant lady yeah, I bought the key. Yeah. Uh, There's little aqueduct sewers. Yeah, it has the, in the cave. Yeah, the grave uh-huh. key. Okay, because I just used spook and fell, <laughs> and then just dropped down, <laughs> and then I just because you can fall down there, and then you can you still can't open up that door that you're talking about that connects to the sewers, but you can mm. go and open up her door. Yeah, you can open yeah up the other and one, talk yeah. to him, and then they both go back mm. to uh, the fire link. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I went and bought the, yeah. Bought key. the key. Yeah, no, well, yeah, those two NPCs are uh, Egon of Krim and mm-hmm. Irina of Krim. And Irina is your faith miracle provider for a good chunk of the game, isn't she? If not, mm. is she your only provider? Um, no, she's not your only. I, well, um, she 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 does no. miracles, but she does pure miracles. You'll find another dark miracle uh, or hex kind of thing. Um, even though they're not called hex, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. find her later. Um, yeah. But for me, like, I did the thing that makes her leave, which we'll probably talk about when we find the thing. Um, like, if you if you do teach her dark miracles, she and you buy them from her, like, she goes crazy and she leaves. So, from like, yeah, for like seventy really? percent of my <laughs> game, she was just gone. <laughs> I had no idea where she went to. I could never find her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, to, to, to <laughs> I know you to get the dark tome to make her do that is from the other NPC you mentioned, which is what I didn't get. Am I right in thinking as well? If you give her a dark tome, uh, Egon, 
he's not too happy about that. Yeah, you got to give her a bunch of them though. I gave her one, and he didn't care. He he just disappeared. I never saw him again. Well, you have um, to. But apparently, uh, see, so he, he he attacked my ass and wanted to kick the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. If you if you give her the yeah, you if got, you give her the dark tomes and then buy the miracles, that buying the miracles is the is the trigger for her to go crazy, and then her going crazy pisses him off. So. Um. So yeah. But to get the dark tome, you got to do a quest line that I missed. Yeah, there's a whole. And that's the other NPC. Yeah, you get the, yeah. There's a whole thing with that that I, I I almost missed out on. Except the game explicitly tells you that you should have another pyromancy trainer at some point. So I was like, well, there's got to be in one somewhere. So I went back and found her. Um. But yeah, if you the cool thing about the uh, if you go back and get the key, you get to that like underground cemetery area where there's like all those skeletons, which is super cool. And then there's like straight up a shrine to Velka from Dark Souls One. Velka, mm. which is yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you, you don't dig this or well, it's but, cool. Yeah, there's a there's a butt there. <laughs> it'd be cool to have like we, we yeah Velka's been kind of a. Uh, character or god that we've wanted to know more about and it'd be nice to have a little bit more mm. <laughs> yeah that's all that that's the but just if that's it there might be some more hidden in the lore that i've missed but so far it seems quite <clears throat> simple yeah no i see what you mean it would have been nice to eventually get some uh, more info on velka yeah jeremy thoughts yeah, yeah I, I disagree um agree? i haven't I haven't really gotten into the lore as much as I as I like as I would have liked to. Um, so I don't I don't know if she's uh, I don't know if she if, if she's like expounded upon later if there's any other item descriptions or anything. But this is going to be that sentiment is a is a problem that is going to be that I have a, with a lot of the Dark Souls one references um, that like yeah it, they're literally yeah. just put there to say hey do you remember this and that's kind of a bummer and I. It, I feel like this is a weird sticking point with the community, like that either you do like it or you don't like it or, or what have you. But I, I like it when it works. In other words, the NPC that we're about to meet, that's very much a DS one callback is going to be like a thing that I love. It's going to be one of my favorite storylines in the game. And I'm going to rave about it on this podcast and any other podcast that I talk about it on, mm-hmm. but stuff like Andre <laughs> yep. where he's just there. Uh, dude, Andre, what, Please explain to me, like, no one can. Why, why, the why, he's there because he there? it's... The game does not explain. The game doesn't give you a reason as to and why I, he's And there. I get it, and I was having this conversation with Neo Loki, um, that, and he was like, well, you know, all of all of <clears throat> this space is converging upon this one point. Like, that's the whole game. And, like, Andre is there, like, he's stuck out of time. And I'm like, hmm. yeah, sure, that's, that's totally fine, and that's a valid explanation given that the game's lore. But that's not my problem with it. Like, I can accept all of that, but... The fact that they, they, they went to the trouble to include him and just let him be that and didn't do anything mm. else past that. Like, he almost hardly has any dialogue at all, except for, like, hey, let me smith your weapons or, or what, what have you. So that's... And that, I feel like... Oh, he does have a... He, he could have, and I, I, he's attached to a He could have line. been a really important NPC, I think. A really important NPC. They could have done a Agreed. lot with him. Uh, or just any something yeah, yeah. interesting. If not a lot, just something small, but, like notable but instead he just kind of sits there mm. and i know he's part of a, of a later quest line but he's not active at all and he has like one bit of dialogue when you find something else kind of midway through the game that's yeah. it's yeah. it's heartrending and it's like it's a powerful thing but again it's just like hey do you remember this thing in dark souls one again like it's not they didn't twist it or subvert it, it, it yeah was, yeah it is. yeah anyway yeah. i feel the yeah. same way about velka so like 
like this shrine to Velka, I thought was interesting, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll come back and do something with it. But like Vader said, like, what is it? (laughs) Like they don't, they don't. It doesn't go anywhere beyond like this thing that's (laughs) stuck off to the side. So yeah. Valka, that statue can also heal, heal the sigil, can't she? Can heal your hollowing. It can't heal your sigil. Uh, it can yeah. heal your hollowing, not your sigil. Yeah, so I don't even yeah, understand can, the hollowing. You, you need the you need the firekeeper to heal your mm-hmm. sigil, and you can't do. I knew there was something about the yeah. hollowing. So she can make she can turn you back human. But at yeah. the moment, at the moment, the, the, the firekeeper wants six hundred fifty three thousand souls to heal my sigil. I'm like, nah, fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's based on your. It's based. It's kind of like <laughs> sin. Like it's based on your soul level. So um, I think she also does. Does this shrine also mm. cure sin? That's that's right, huh? Like if you kill, yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes it does. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what sin is yet. Like it's, there's still things I haven't no, discovered. Uh, I think I think sin probably just relates to killing NPCs. Yeah, probably. I think it's just pissing NPCs off. Like or if you aggro presume. one, I think you can go reset it. So. Yeah, well, you can reset them. Yeah. Wait, at the end of my first game, I killed them all. So I wonder wow. if that carries over. <laughs> Cold blooded Vader, <laughs> you evil bastard. Uh, it's, it's, you got to in all Dark Souls game. You know your playthrough. You got to kill all the NPCs. Oh yeah, to see what they yeah. got. I say that, but yeah, I, I, I totally do that all the time. Um, and it was so disappointing yeah. in Dark Souls too that they had nothing. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a bummer. No. <laughs> um. So going to the tower where um we have we have talked about this giant being at the top of. We can see the giant shooting arrows. Um, you roll up to this tower. You do like the really slow door opening animation and um. As you walk up to what is very obviously an elevator that is, and it starts rising, and then out of nowhere, fucking Sigmire just shows up. He just rolls up. Sigwold. Sig well, I mean, you don't know he's Sigword right now, but like you see Onion Bro, right? Like it's fucking Sigmire. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then he comes up and he's got like he's slightly fatter, isn't he? I'm sorry. He's slightly fatter version of Sigwold. Yeah, I don't like. He's a bit more. Plump. Oh, okay. That's that, if that's cool. That, I mean, that's he's the one that's been making all of the soup that we we find. What we find, so it makes sense that he'll be a little fatter. Um, but yeah, the, like he, he's just a really jolly dude, and he's like, I want to go up to this tower, but the you know the elevator keeps going. Just wants me to go down. Like I can't, I can't figure it out. And uh, <laughs> how the hell can't he? Yeah, work that like out? <laughs> Sigward continuing the tradition of people on, from. Not Kareem from um, Katarina. Like apparently, our Katarina knights are, are not very smart. Um, so yeah, you, you, clearly not. It doesn't have. Yeah, <laughs> Bless but, yeah he's and he's a super nice dude. And but at this point, it's just like a Dark Souls one reference. Like it's just a guy from Katarina, and everybody's happy. Um, you pretty mm. quickly work yeah. out that hey, like I can make the elevator go down, and there's another platform so that I can go up. <clears throat> and then if you go up, you encounter our giant friend and this is what we were talking about earlier where if you bring him the branch he'll be nice and you'll be buds and he'll help you like you know fight off the enemies with his arrows and he looks exactly like a dark souls one giant like if you think back to sin's fortress and those giants on the roof that's this is exactly what Mm -hmm. he looks like and his bow looks like like uh hawkeye goth right like that's that's straight up his bow it's it's a reference yeah it's a reference to hawkeye goth for Mm -hmm. sure yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed with the dialogue we get with this cool character. He's just like, make friend, I help you. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I get from you, is it? Someone oh, okay. someone that's has told shame. me that they're... Whereas Hawkeye Goff, he, he, he liked oh, it yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> and Goff was a great character. I love that he was an Artorius of the Abyss. Um, 
Someone has told me that there's more to this guy that if you do something in a, in a later game, like you can come back and, and do something more with him. But I haven't I haven't seen that or looked it up yet. Yeah, really? I, I've got his ring. I got I got the ring. Okay, the Hawkeye okay. ring. Now maybe that's maybe that's just what Hawk it is. Um, you finish talking to the giant and you get back on the elevator. And as you're going down the elevator, you realize like you can hear Seaward talking. And yeah, mm. you can hear the. Mm, mm, <laughs> And uh, you can fall off the elevator here onto a ledge and go out and talk to him. And um, he's chilling, not having figured out the upward elevator, um, how to go up the elevator now, seeing you do it. He's chilling on this ledge and, like, looking at this fire demon going, like, yeah, I got to go kill that fire demon, but, like, I'm real lazy. <laughs> and I, I just, I really like this whole <laughs> setup. Like, I love being able to see a giant enemy in a distance, yeah. and I love, like, he's just kind of sitting there. And, like, I just, I think it's really fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, uh, I, I like I liked it that it's kind of uh, the opposite. Once again, it's another opposite to Dark Souls One, where you like at the end of Siegmeier's quest, where he jumps in like a crazy fall and you have to go save him. This is kind of on the turnabouts. Yeah, and what's yeah. really cool because that's the thing you don't really often get to like when you find Sigwald sitting around doing nothing and and Alondo in the in Dark Souls One. He's looking at the the Black Knights, Black Knights, Silver Knights, Silver Knights, mm. um, and he's like, I'm not sure what to do. And you go and do it, and he calls you a crazy fool. Whereas this, you jump in there, and he come comes in and fights with you. <laughs> and those Black Knights would be a lot easier if he got off as that butt and actually helped back then. Mm. Um, yes, and Sigurd's super super hard as well. He's quite a quite a tough tough cookie. A tank. <laughs> mm. um, but what do you guys think about having chaos demons in Dark Souls Three? I've heard people complain and say how it's a bit dumb, but I I I think it's fine. Thoughts? I'm all right. Like I, I, I didn't really. Yeah, I was kind of yeah, like Jeremy. I was kind of just like, where didn't really go one way or another. To be honest, I was like, oh, that was a cool fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, this is a yeah. callback, and but I mean, like he's different enough and he has different moves and the, the fight itself is different enough that I didn't feel like it was like a retread. So like I, I had no problem with it. I loved Sieg, I love Sigurd like rolling up and just fucking him up with this giant sword. Like all that stuff is really good. Yeah. You idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right again. laughs> you idiot. <laughs> and then, um, you should have yeah, waited. waited. And then what, after you finish him, uh, after you kill, <laughs> kill the dude, uh, <clears throat> Sigurd sits down and is like, well, let's have a toast. And like breaks out the Sieg brew, which is fucking great. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I got something in my throat. He breaks out the Sieg brew, which is great, and like Bing. teaches you the toast gesture where you can sit down and have a brew with some dudes. And uh, like that's just that is just amazing. Like I, I love this whole thing. And then just promptly goes to sleep, and then teaches you the sleep gesture, which is one of my favorite gestures in the game. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. Funny. You can um, you can give the uh, Sieg brew as well, can't you, to uh, pickle pea. Yes, I only worked that out after I'd used it, um, and so I haven't actually given it to them. I've given the other potions liquid to pickle pea, mm-hmm. mm. um, so I don't know what you get for it. Uh, some of um, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Everybody who's played the game mm. knows about it, but you get like a set of armor from a very popular uh, of- Dark Souls One NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that cool? Yeah, 
he likes he, he likes he likes the shiny gold things. yeah yeah um <laughs> and that's you know um that's the only thing that you trade with the crows in this game that actually makes sense because they keep talking about like you know pumple rum yeah. or whatever and this is technically like the only alcohol that you'll find in the game everything else doesn't makes no sense whatsoever so well from what i from the only, did, only reason i go on uh pumple rum is more referring to explosives and pickle pea is the liquids I don't know how that works, but it's what okay. it is. Okay, interesting. It, yeah, that only works for a few, that only works for a few items. The rest of it's all just random. If you look at the full list, it, a lot of it doesn't actually. The only reason I kind of got it with uh, him is he makes he makes a, an actual thing towards the sun, and he says something about the sun. I can't remember what he says, but yeah, if you yeah you lay that down, you get I think it's the chest armor of Soler. It's a chest armor, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Yes. Because I've done, um, yeah, I've done the Divine Potion and the Blessed Potion, the blue one. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Um, yeah, and they, they get, and then I've also done the explosives. There's the Blessed, and then I think there's um, the Hidden cool. Blessing. Is that the next one? Yeah. That's it, the, the Hidden one. Yeah, that's it. It's the, pretty much the Divine yeah. Blessing and then the Ash version of the Divine Blessing. <laughs> nice. Cool. Um, yeah, they yeah. give you something, and then the explosives give you stuff. <clears throat> so when, 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 once you've talked to him, talking yep. to him, good English, that's fantastic. Yeah, you're English, doing, doing the stuff. Lord's work there. Good, uh, <laughs> good English from the English person. <laughs> yeah. uh, you move, move. This is kind of a, uh, a. It's like a dead area. You can't really go anywhere, can you? you you've got your bits here. What you've got to do, which which. Uh, it do, what do, what do it, it does connect there? back around. Um, you can, if you, oh yeah, yes, if you fall does, off, right. like yes, you can go up yes. here and there's like a mimic. There's not a mimic mm. chest, I don't think, but there's like a, a bunch of crazy enemies and some dogs. Not crazy enemies. There's a bunch more of those like cage creatures that are so disturbing. Yeah. Um, and then you, you get that Flynn's ring. Yeah, you can get the Flynn's ring, which is odd. A good thing. Crap. Um, and then. <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> if you if you drop off, like if you follow the roof the roof up, and then you drop off into like a little tower thing, you can get uh, the mirror set. Like you can get Lucatil set from yes. uh, Dark Souls Two, yeah. which is really really nice. Yeah. And then you and also the Clanter and the, yes the yes and the stamina ring, which is really helpful. Uh, and then if you go down that, I think you end up right along the right path. Right, right by the. Or you boss. end up by the boss. That's yep. that's that's what it is. Boss. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the grand stairs leading up to the boss. That's where it is on the right yeah. hand side. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was actually a little disappointed with that. I actually honestly thought this was leading to a new area, um, and <laughs> then I realized how linear the first area, first chunk of Dark Souls Three is. I was expecting this the settlement to branch out to two or three areas. Mm-hmm. Which it doesn't. <laughs> it, we didn't um, talk about it. I was a little disappointed. But the, uh, if you take, if you do take that elevator that goes to the giant down, that's actually how you get to the next area. So that makes the boss of this area yeah. optional, um, and you can keep this boss alive if yes, you want it to. Does. Uh, but yeah, you, you go down there, and there's like a whole, there's a whole mini boss down there, which is, which is weird because Vader, you remember th- this dude, the mini boss guy, was in the network test, right? Wasn't he in the area that the dark wraith is in in the high wall of Lothric? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Something similar, mm-hmm. but I don't. That, that he just that wasn't a, a non-event for me because I just I was playing with summoning people, just having fun, and I ended up going down there, and he kind of just died. Yeah. 
I don't really remember him like being a challenge. <laughs> he just, he just, just died. died. I, had f- <laughs> I had five buds. Whereas I heard that. <laughs> uh, I think I might have had one or two. I was just kind of figured I'd, the whole point of the network test was to actually network test. So I figured I'd better do part my part by actually trying to summon rather than just having fun <laughs> exploring. Absolutely. Um, um, and so I, that's, that I happened to go down there when I had like one or two guys with me. And so I heard people had a hard time with them. But um, but yes, it's the ice guy. It's um, it's a frost knight. Yeah. yeah. Um, mini boss. It's no. kind of interesting, though. You think about it. At the bottom of the tower is the ice guy, and at the top of it, well, halfway up the tower is the a fire guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. fire and ice. Yeah, it's it's like George R. R. Martin wrote this whole series or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone dies. He drops a he drops a sword. <laughs> everyone uh, does, which is does this is your second weapon. Well, no, technically it's your first weapon you can get that actually does frost damage. Um, and it it, it seems mm. to be a pretty popular sword because I see people using it. And when I summon or when I'm in PvP, like I see a lot of people using it. And it has a cool like um, frostbite effect, where like a few other weapons do, where like it's like dripping. <clears throat> excuse me, like it's dripping cold. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, cool it's to have cool. fire we- or actual elemental weapons having the element actually on them. Because we've talked about, like me and my brother has talked about how it'd be cool if, if you actually upgrade your flame weapon if it actually was on fire the whole time. Um, if you with your flame weapon, and so this is actually an ice weapon that is actually covered in ice, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, I've always wanted Dark Souls to do that, and um, they did it. Like I, they kind of did it in Dark Souls 2 where like you when you use the buffs like it was like really really apparent what buffs you were using and that's kind of like the way they did it in Dark Souls 3 but like I kind of want like if it's if you're doing a fire sword like I want to see it on fire but I don't know it might end up just looking too much yeah. like World of Warcraft at some point where all the weapons just look goofy and bad mm. <laughs> <know>. yeah <laughs> yeah it's cool but it's cool that this one holds its element and you can see it and you can see that it's a nice weapon yeah it is a cool looking weapon um, apparently the uh, the frost is really useful for like kind of just destroying people's stamina, mm-hmm. um, and so that's yeah. that's why I think a lot of people are using it as well. Apparently, you can frostbite uh, bosses quite easily and just make them so they can't attack you. I have heard that. I have I have not experimented with that though, so I'm I'm kind of curious how that would work out on some of the weirder bosses. Um, so this will eventually lead to the road of sacrifices, which we'll cover in a couple weeks. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to go back to that first bonfire and a little bit beyond that was that first courtyard that we had a, a fork in the road with and now we're going to go right instead of to go and left um across the big across bridge. the big bridge and that court the courtyard's got a giant massive bonfire yeah not a bonfire you yeah. can sit at uh, yeah it's just yeah. a big fucking bonfire yeah um, um and there's that is a messy area though we never really mentioned it there was the first time we talked about the channel ladies but there's like oh, what, shit, yeah, there's 10, a lot of enemies there. Ten or so yeah. enemies worshiping or <clears throat> praying to the fire with this Chen lady who's like chanting. Mm-hmm. And there's strategically a- placed um, like you know barrels full of gunpowder around that you can blow up. And I don't I don't yeah. know if you guys have done that, but like the physics on that is are hilarious. Like it it'll shoot one of those like <laughs> hollows across the screen. It's so funny. <laughs> Awesome. No, I kind of just avoid that area. There's too many guys to mess with. I kind of just sneak around. Hey, first time through, I killed everyone, but then after that, I run down the right hand side and off. Down yeah, yeah, exactly. Side bit, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But down towards the bridge where we're off to now. Um, 
Yeah, so through the bridge, and then we get to like a like a stable structure, like a horse stable structure um, with some yeah. hollows in it, and then you get past that. And I'll be honest with you, the trying to figure out like before that. I'm sorry. There's something before that. What did I miss? There's a little side sure? path to your right. Oh, yeah, across yeah, the bridge. Yeah. And then, mm. I guess this is where I get confused. Like I, I get like trying to explain where all this stuff is in relation to each other is, is really hard for me. Like it's it's a it's a very windy it is, it is. a windy bindy level. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. Spacey YC. Yep. <coughs> go left. Go left. We'll go right afterwards because that takes us to that seat. Well, I don't. I don't really okay, quite remember. Enough. Sorry. Yeah. Go for go. Would, Sorry, well, I, if you, when, as you head through the stables, you've got obviously a few enemies mm-hmm. in here. Uh, nothing of spectacularness. If you keep following it around, it basically takes you to a NPC that, if you don't know what he's talking about, he's talking a lot of shit. Well, it's not even. It's not even an NPC. Like <laughs> about, it's a. It's one of those cage things that's just not hostile and and like talking yeah. a bunch of trash to you about like grandfather's <laughs> mallow being <laughs> His taken. Nana. <laughs> oh man what he said he's like nana nana's gone missing yeah or saying, and the nana's in the cage and you can be nana's phantom if you get in the cage now going back it makes sense it does make sense now to me but when i didn't know what he was talking about before it didn't make any sense to me i was like what is this guy talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah he doesn't make a lot of sense yeah, well, you you killed it I think both yeah. me and Did Jeremy kill him, killed him. Yeah, I killed him straight away. I was like, mm. cage, stab! Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't even yeah, I didn't dead. find him. Like, uh, this was this whole part of the area that I just completely skipped until, uh, you know, I beat the game. And, you know, it doesn't move you into New Game Plus, so I looked up stuff that I was missing. Because I'd seen the purple phantoms, and I was like, how the hell do you mm. get to be? I never found it. Like, where where is it? And sure enough, like, this dude, I, I just missed yeah. this whole area. So I came and talked to him and then got into that cage thing. Cage. Yeah, it was that, yeah. The next, the, how you, it's very hidden. Oh yeah, like you end up right past this is one of those enemies that we've talked about with the suit bowls and with the giant um, saw blade or, or whatever you call it, like the giant saw thing. And um, this one just happens to have a cage on its back that's empty and is non-hostile to you. And if you approach the cage and you get into it, like you go down and like meet a dude in this weird huge area, and you can join the Purple Covenant, the Purple, purple Bros, the Mound Makers, and. Um, yeah, I, I just missed all of this. He, I went that way, and I didn't get to find the covenant because he is hostile if he sees you. Um, oh, you have to like sneak he, behind he's him. He's easy. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. You got. You do have to sneak because at the at this area, there's also you're up a high cliff overlooking kind of the rest of the settlement, um, and you can mm-hmm. actually you're actually really close to the entrance of the tower we just talked about, <clears throat> but up a massive yeah. cliff. And there's there's items that you can um, dead bodies you can hack off rope <laughs> uh, that drops they down to fall the down. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what I thought that area was for. And also there's a whole bunch of those little thief dudes who can snipe you around the level with their blow. Oh, fuck those guys! And so I thought God, they're annoying. I thought that this was just to come clear them out and just to yeah. And so I had no idea it was a covenant until way later. And by that point, I discovered mm-hmm. it. It was you can't get in the cage. I'd already stuffed it up. Um, it, there's a point where it will, will, won't work anymore. Um, yeah, if if you kill the uh, the boss of this area, which we're about to go to, you can't do it because obviously the, the 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 person down there gets squished to death. 
yeah. he did. Mental. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there is a, there is another way to join the covenant if you do something else later in the game. Oh, really? Yes, something to do with the the, the, hmm. the lady in white that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So there is a way, but I, it's very convoluted, and I'm not sure <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's a later area. Dark Souls free quest convoluted. Then. Never. No. Um, we'll talk Never. about that when we get into it later <laughs> in the game, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's very. I think it's very cool to have such a hidden NPC. Um, sorry, covenant. Um, it's quite quite clever. It's very very different to most. Mm. Things have come across. Well, it, it, well, if you can decipher crazy cage man fucking jargon, you'd um, you'd 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 figure out to get in the cage. But when people talk in riddles about nanas and fucking phantoms, you you don't know what they're saying. <laughs> well, it's even worse when you walk around the corner and you're like, ah, cage guy, stab. <laughs> you don't, have a you don't even get to hear what he's saying. Yeah, you kill him before he even gets a chance to say anything. Those <laughs> things are irritating. I stabbed as soon as I saw. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You wouldn't have understood him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> talks in utter riddles. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Um, yeah, the guy's reasonably easy to hide from, so you can sneak up on him. Um, Spook obviously is going to help a lot if you have to spell. Um, I did it. I did it when I was in Japan on my when I was playing a little bit, and I did it with the Northern Warrior without Spook, and it wasn't too hard. Um, yeah, I didn't have two problems. Like on the roof, once he turned around and walked the other way, I just jumped down and ran up behind him. Yeah, see, I jumped down, and there's a tree just to the left you can actually stand behind, and he can walk right past you, and he just doesn't doesn't react. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I guess yeah. we should it's, we, so we should describe right like the once you are a once you join that covenant, um, when you drop your sign down, your sign is now purple. If somebody summons you, you're hostile to. The enemies, so you can actually help the host and clear out enemies, and you're hostile to the host as well. So you can do some tricksy stuff like fight an invader off, or you can you know turn on the host at the last minute while you've been helping them through the level. Um, and if you have this covenant equipped, when you use a red orb, you actually spawn in as a mad invader, um, and then you'll get your covenant reward item, which is like a vertebrae shackle or something, uh, if you kill the host or. In some cases, you're assigned, like, you can when you spawn in as Mad Invader, it says kill the host or kill two phantoms or kill three phantoms or what have you. So, like, you don't even have to kill the host to win. Like, mm. you can just chew through their phantoms and then jet. So, it's kind of a cool mechanic. It's kind of, it mixes yeah. it up a little bit. Not not too terribly different from just, like, standard Dark Ray thing, but it's, you know, it's interesting. It's enough. Um, and that's the thing, you get the reward. Like, yeah, my... When I was playing a little bit with my brother before I headed over to Japan, he, um, he was a purple and he forgot that he had the purple equipped. So he, we put our password on. I teach up the sign down. I summoned him in as a purple, and he, uh, we got invaded, and he killed a phantom, and that was his, um, yeah, his task complete. He got his, yeah, he got his, reco- his, his reward. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of cool, and I like that they um, mess with the. You kind of got your main two. You got your redstone and uh, your red orb, mm-hmm. and you got your soapstone, your white soapstone. And I like that it changes color depending on the covenant. Like I really. They've taken that yeah. further than just the the yellow and the yeah. white. I do like that. It's it's mm. really cool that you can yeah. play the mechanics. I like that. Like if you invade as a yeah. warrior of sunlight, like if you with that equipped and you kill the host, you get a sunlight medal. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, do you? <laughs> and that works for um, several different covenants. Unfortunately, it doesn't work for some of the harder ones. Like it doesn't work for the uh, uh, blue sentinels, which I, or no, the dark moons, which are apparently is like super hard to grind out those uh, those covenant reward items. But yeah. 
I, yeah, I've done all of the sunlight. Like, I've probably got 50 or 60 of them in my inventory right now for my strength character. Nice. Um, so, yeah, once we um, we kind of do that, and you go down and talk to that dude, you come back. If we go back to that bridge again, and this time we stay on the left-hand path, um, there's a cool little set piece where there's, like, a ton of more gunpowder and barrels with a bunch of enemies throwing firebombs at you that I thought was really fun. And if you go up there and you clear all those enemies out, you'll find a NPC by a that's trapped in a cage, and he is named Cornix uh, of the Great Swamp. And any 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 swamp. any worthwhile Dark Souls one player will recognize that Great Swamp reference. And sure enough, he, he's going to be your <coughs> pyromancer trainer. So you talk to him. I don't think yeah. that he has a, re- a stat requirement like a like a later NPC will. Like I think he just just will go back to Firelink for no. you. Yeah, and you, he will sell you your glove and yeah, your yeah, spells and teach you miracles or teach you pyromancies and all that. So. Pyromancies, yeah, yeah, he's he's quite cool. I like him. I use him a lot because he, he, you can later on get a a pyromancy that obviously buffs your sword. With fire, which is cool. I use that a lot. That one's really nice because um, if you start as the soul level one character, the deprived, you have 10 faith and 10 intelligence, so you can actually use that pyromancy. So it's worthwhile for soul level one runs, which is nice. Very nice. Very cool, very cool. Does anyone else find it odd that these NPCs, even though they're in prison, just can go whoop and walk back? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's a little strange. I, I, I said this to Jeremy, not... Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. Well, just thinking about it now, um, they they all kind of ask to be in your service. Yeah, they do, and yeah. they seem to burn up and have an ashy ember kind of wisp as they disappear. So I wonder if it's something to do with the power of you as an unkindled, as a way to explain it away. <laughs> Possibly because they they you are granting them access to Firelink Shrine to assist you as a seeker of yeah. Cinder. Possibly, all, yeah, maybe they yeah. all refer to you as they all they all refer to being uh, uh, serving you, and so mm. you are yeah. So I thought, uh, yeah. Anyway, just thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, that's no, no. That is a good thought actually because they do ones. ask if they can join you in your service, and maybe you're you're providing them access to Firelink Shrine to come and help you. Which allows them to, to get to get there by just warping. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, Interesting I like that thought. idea. Mm. Not just a pretty face. Was there was there <laughs> anything else we, we needed to talk about before we get into the boss? Um, there's, there's a bonfire hidden. Oh, yeah, to get to him, you've got to jump down, don't we? We've already mentioned yeah. that. You've got to jump off the bridge and loop around, which is a bonfire on the way to him. Yeah. There's there's a there's a ring there. Is it the, the fire ring? Um clutch ring, I think it is. Fire clutch ring. Yeah. Yep, it's just in that open <clears throat> area with all the, the explosive action going on. Yeah, um, pick that up for your all rings trophy, which is gonna be a giant pain in the ass to get. There's a lot of rings in this And you got to go to New Game Plus to get them all. So, And some of them are hidden behind covenants that don't yeah. really work right now. So have a, have a good time. Uh, yes, thank you. I got, I got most. I got all the ones you could get in your first playthrough. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, so we get that ring, and then um, we're going to go back to that area that was beyond um, where the giant was shooting all those giant arrows. And we're going to get to the boss of the area, which is the Curse Rotted Greatwood. 
You probably had already seen this, right? Like I, rem- I kind of remember when they showed this video off. Like you, yeah. you, and, you and I had both seen this. So mm-hmm. Vader, like, sit, walk us through this. You, you walk in, and there's a giant tree in the corner, and there's a bunch of mobs around. Like this got this had to have make your jaw drop, right? Well, the, the, the tree doesn't even stand out when you first walk in, from what I remember. Like there's a tree structure, mm-hmm. but it's no. so far away. Like yep. this room is huge. <laughs> it would be. Probably the size of the Gaping Dragon boss arena. Mm-hmm. Yes. Plus, plus some, maybe. <laughs> like, it's pretty big. And yeah, there's just a bunch of dudes worshipping and, and flower. There's like flower grass beds, like wildflower kind of area. And there's just dudes. There's one is very aggressive. There's like one, like, uh, monster that's very aggressive. Yeah, on, yeah, on the far right, there's a red eyed dude who's quite aggressive. I died a few times on the spot, so I ended up just gunning. With, well, I thought you had to kill them, and yeah, it's hard to cut. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, "This is weird." And then you've got—I managed to kill probably about six of them before I got close enough to actually trigger the boss my first time. Like, you can spend quite a while in this in this area without triggering the boss. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's very it's very peculiar in that way. And so, if you're helping someone who doesn't know what they're doing, like as an as an as a white phantom. You can sit outside the fog, and it's like waiting for key moment to trigger. Like, and then you, you, I've waited a minute for someone to find and work out what what to do um, <laughs> before they actually trigger the boss. Before you can actually enter that area. Um, but yeah, as you get close enough, this huge tree. It's it's sort of weird because it's not like a normal int like a, the Lord of the Rings. It's not tall and skinny. It's really fat and bulbous with long skinny limbs. And it can't stand up; it just kind of sits on its butt. It's big and fat. Well, that that that's one of the point because it it's absolutely bloated with curse mm-hmm. magic. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why it's super fat and bloated and disgusting because it's where they used to store all the evil curse magic. Yep. Basically, in this tree, <laughs> poor bastards. <laughs> It, he's invulnerable pretty much all of his body is invulnerable to your attacks except mm. a very weak spot this t- which is placed interestingly yeah, they, um, between his legs his nutsack his big old nutsack this was such a nightmare to figure out as a caster like just cause I can't <clears throat> lo- trying to lock onto this dude like you can't lock onto his weak spots lock like it locks him on like to, kind of to his center mm. so you kind of have to line up your shot with the and then my melee weapon at this point was a raw dagger which was doing basically no damage like I would I would spend <laughs> seven and a half minutes fighting this dude between like trying to whittle all his weak, weak points down and by the time they finally burst and then like we would do the thing and, and still not make it at the end it was crazy um, going back through with like a strength character and like an actual weapon, like it takes me a, a minute and a half to three minutes to finish this fight. It's crazy. Yeah. 
I never even thought about that. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't lock on to the weak yeah. point. So that must have been an absolute nightmare as a car. And then your dagger has no range. So, like, you know, trying to... And what happens yeah. is, like, these weak spots, like, there's one big obvious one that's his nutsack, which is, you know, fine. That's whatever. But then, like, he has one on his hand and then one on his leg that you can also, you know, break down. So you can, for the first half of this fight, you can take off about half of its health. And if you hit that weak spot enough, it'll burst. Like, these cursed pods will, like, burst and do a large amount of damage. With my dagger, it would take, like, 15 or 16 hits. With my strength character and the axe, it takes, like, four. <laughs> it's crazy, the difference. So, yeah. Yeah. It, the Uchi Katana still took quite a lot of hits to, to break it, but not not as bad as the dagger, obviously. Um, and I had a little bit more reach. <laughs> Um, and then once you like, I, I, once I, you do the thing, like once you finally burst all three of the his like weak points, like he gets mad and breaks the floor, which is like a super cool thing that I I think actually is really really like cool, but I just don't think it looks very cool because your character kind of flutters in and out, like it looks weird, like it looks very gamey, I guess. Yeah, because suddenly the the collision boxes have disappeared from underneath mm-hmm. you and. <laughs> Your your character spazzes a little bit. Um, See, so you mentioned that you hit, you kill all three. I've never once attacked any of the other weak points upstairs. Oh, really? I, straight for the nuts. Yeah, I've, I yeah, I didn't even know that you could at that point. I thought they it, they only appeared when you were down the bottom. Yeah, I went. I was always straight for the nuts, and I just wail on those nuts. I ignore <laughs> once the actual fight starts. I just completely ignore the other enemies. Just run straight to to his nuts and then <laughs> just smash them to pieces interesting uh, yeah until they popped and then it then it would that would trigger the the downstairs fight yeah if you um there's a spot on his arm and there's a spot on his leg and um so you can before you get downstairs you can have pretty much like half of his health taken off it's it's pretty significant um and Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So once and then once you get downstairs, it's the same thing. Like he's got several more spots that he is that weren't exposed up top, uh, but they're now exposed because when he hits the bottom, like I guess his like wood pieces break off of it. So he's got like a place on his thigh, and there's a place on his back, and then uh, and then of course you can still hit the nutsack. But we find out very quickly, like there's a this this boss fight changes when like the nutsack splits open and a fucking arm comes out. <laughs> Like it's, it's so weird and crazy. Like it's just insane. Like watch, like it's. Oh, I love this design so much. It's easily one of my favorite bosses in the game. He, he could almost fit into that breeding game that Cliff's so keen oh. on. <laughs> I didn't say I was keen on it. Come on now. Um, it's it, to me. This is um from finally getting a puzzle boss that's actually fun to fight over and over again. Like they finally nailed it. Like it's, it's yes. stuff like um yeah. you know the bed of chaos everyone hates because it's a puzzle boss and it's kind of shitty mm. and then you look at stuff like the dragon god from Demon Souls or the the chariot from Dark Souls Two which is another time they were pretty successful at puzzle bosses but like this is just to me great like I love this like hit Bang on. yeah it's just yeah. so much fun music is good like we're probably listening to the music right now because I'm gonna cut it in so like it's just it's just all good. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes, I, I I did find it a little frustrating. It's it is a cool boss, and when you kind of get it, you get it, and um, and I agree, it is a very cool. Uh, um, I found the camera quite frustrating because he's so big that a lot of his swipes are hard to actually see them coming. I found there was a lot of hits. Yeah, when I got used to the fight, not so much, but in the first few deaths, it was kind of like you're just getting hit and you can't mm. see it coming. 
the camera is is your enemy. It, there's one thing you, you. It is a bit of a pain, but if you if you're right up to his torso, his torso do make it does make specific movements as to what yeah. swipes it's going to make. They're very subtle. But once you do notice them, you can, as you say, you, you don't have to pan out to see he, what attacks are coming. It's a bit of a pain at first getting used to them, but you, you kind of wiggles one way or wiggles another way to sort of what swipe he's going to do or if he's going to roll over. Yeah. No, so, I agree. It, it was uh, at, least, at least they do that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It was frustrating to start with. I got to the point where I knew it and I didn't yeah. really took him out quite easily, so I ended up helping a bunch of people do it. Um, and he's got a lot of hit points when there's like three people fighting him. Oh yeah, it's a fun yeah. fight with three people. Like you're all kind of pounding on his weak points and then like d- doing huge amounts of damage. Like I, I sunbird for this fight for a long time on my strength character because I could just go in and like you know before the host or even re- you could tell when there was a new host because like you don't have a fog door there. Like the host has to go activate the fight before we can go in and like you could tell yeah. that the host yeah. had no idea what we were doing as the phantoms and we just killed them for <laughs> like, cause everyone knew what to do. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a bit of a survival game when there was three of you because yeah, that you, you it's really hard to avoid complete damage and then he hits pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it was a long, reasonably long fight. Yeah. And again, not to harp on this, but like as a caster, you're given so few Estus shards at this point, having to divide them between, um, you know, normal and blue Estus for your magic is, it's like, I, I would go down here and I would have like one health potion because when you go spawn in as a phantom, like it oh would, God. I would start with three and then it would reduce me to half, which was one. So like I could make one yeah, mistake. Yeah. Down. Oh man, yeah. it was miserable. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of cool with the fight as well. I don't know how long after is it like because the arm comes out, doesn't it? You fight that for a bit and then you kind of like you bust through the floor. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Um, it's quite cool where you because the arm yeah. comes out after you bust through the floor. Like you get the first three things and then yep. you fall down and then the arm comes out right as you get down to the bottom and freaks you out. Um, yeah, that's 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 just so fucking good. The design on this is so amazing. Just this huge boss. I kind of wish I hadn't been spoiled on it. Like I clicked on the video and I watched it, but like, yeah. boy, I wish I hadn't clicked on that video. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wish I would have come into yeah. this boss. That would have been that would have been a would've moment. Been nice. um, so yeah, you, you, you. I was fresh. Yeah, you kill this dude, and um, this gives you the transposing kiln, which is a. a a weird thing and um what you're what you're supposed to do is take this to your tiny dude in uh firelink ludleth who is you know the lord of cinder that's still hanging out there and, and talking to you um i did not even realize i could talk to ludleth for hours and hours and hours i didn't even see the guy like he is literally <laughs> a tiny guy that blends into the environment so like He's did not know this. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so same. somebody finally told me, like I was talking with someone, like, oh yeah, yeah, you just you know use that soul to get the the boss weapon. And I was like, how the fuck do you get boss weapons? And sure enough, <laughs> you, once you give the transposing kiln to mm-hmm. Ledlith, he he will actually make boss soul weapons and boss soul spells for you. So that's very cool. I, I really dig that. I'm glad that that's easy to do now. So yeah, he's funny. I I really like Ledlith. Like. He's a tiny little dude, and like this, who who took it upon himself to be like a, a lord of sin. Now all the others are called back to their throne. They're like, "Nope, we're not going." And he's like, Pff, "Pussies, I'm already here. I'm not scared of this." 
He's tiny. He's tiny a big man, but he he's he's got less fear than all these great big like the the, the big lords of Cinder. He's got less fear than all of them, and he's just a tiny little dude. I think that's all. Yeah, Sean mentioned it. I don't remember if Sean mentioned it on um, this podcast or on another one that I listened to him on or somewhere. But he's he he's uh, he changed his Twitter name to that Will Die Colossus line. Like he's he he really likes that guy. Uh, Sean, yeah. aka the, the Lore yeah. Hunter, for the uh, for the listeners out Colossus. there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, yeah, he must be a real toughie because he is tiny. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's not scared either. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to take up my mantle. I don't care. I'm not scared. Where you've got all the big ones, the kings and that. They're like, no, we're not coming back to our thrones. Like, ugh, yeah. is. It's <laughs> They do some really interesting stuff with him too. Like he's, you could, he's very obviously mm. attached to some like really weird lore and like some, some, some shady doings. So it's, I, I want to, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for the lore experts like over at Bonfireside Chat or like for Vadi Video to sit down and break this, start breaking this game apart. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's exiled as well, isn't he? He's marked as exiled. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you, real yeah. quick, you can go ahead. You can kill him and still do boss souls. The kiln sits on the. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have two people write in um, about the area when we asked for responses. That was the two we I saw before recording. Um, if we if you happen to write something in and we missed you, I apologize. I'll I'll put them on our document, and one day we'll have like a all email show or something. One day, um, uh, the first mm-hmm. one was from uh, Den Lefi, who is a guy named Tom. Um, actually, this is weird. Both of these guys I've already done. Uh, don't give up skeletons with. So <laughs> you're, you'll, you'll both be hearing <laughs> both of these guys on the podcast soon. Um, uh, Tom says, as an invader, the Archer Giant is a heat vision and X-ray goggle equipped douchebag firing guide by wire non-explosive tow missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. awesome. And then um, Stephen Villio or Villu, sorry Stephen, I know you as Tree Monster, so I don't know where I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Um, <laughs> he says the area is Hemwick 2.0 in a good way, and also those ladies just want a hug. So yeah, those were the the ladies we talked about earlier with the pyro hug. <clears throat> you know, so his name's Tree Monster, so he's basically the boss. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do, y- what do y'all think about this area to, to wrap us up? Loved it. It's, it's very big. Yeah. It was... I mean... Mm. Yeah. It was... I found it kind of overwhelming to start off with. It was quite an intense early area of the game. Mm-hmm because it was so massive and big and so it was very overwhelming but yeah it, that's that's why it's awesome i guess yeah it's uh, mm. it's very big they have some really tough enemies like not just the pyro um huggy ladies but the you know the ones we talked about with the giant saw blade and the soup pots and lots of dogs everywhere which is always the worst dark souls enemy like <clears> it's it's and it's very big and it's like it's it's a good area. Like I had a lot of fun with this afterwards. Like, and I have a lot of fun with it when I go back through now. My first time through, not not so much. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that going to wrap us yeah. up for the week, fellas? Yeah, or, it, or, 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 or yeah, yeah, we're good. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, this is kind of an experiment that we're doing with the, these kind of split episodes. So if you like it, let us know. If you don't like it, uh, I guess let us know too. Let Cliff know. Don't don't tell me bad things. I just get fucked mm. up about them. 
Um, <laughs> you can reach us at uh, Dark Insight Pod on Twitter, or you can go to darkinsight.net. Uh, we all have individual email addresses you can reach us on. I'm Jeremy at darkinsight.net, and you can also reach me on Twitter at JG Greer. Cliff, where can they find you? Uh, obviously, Twitter at DefNote, D E 4 T H underscore N O T E. You can also get me at darkinsightpodcast at gmail.com because no one ever emails me at my personal darkinsight.com email. They should. They Everyone should. Everyone go they email don't them. Ever. It's, yeah. it's well, that, Cliff, that's at, Cliff at darkinsight.net. Yes. Use our fancy emails. Yes. We got them for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw Gmail. Yeah. Vader. Give us some iTunes reviews. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hook us up with some yeah. iTunes reviews. We were kind of high up in the UK charts for a while, and I'd like to see my, my American peeps come out and, and get us up there as well. Just any review, take mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. If you don't, that's fine. But if you do, you're an awesome person. <laughs> Speaking of, did, did you see the picture I posted last week of us and Twin Humanity? S- side by side, right? Side by yeah, side that was super charts. nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, I was like, oh, we all huddled up together. <laughs> nah, that was cool. Uh, Vader, sorry. That's right. Um, yes, Vader, Vader, Odin, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, other stuff. Everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, it's Vader, Van Odin at darkinsight.net. Send us some emails. Oh, and yes, I managed to get in uh, a free Elgato new model thingy, HD. Yeah, I see that. Uh, nice. HD60S. Apparently it's like super fast, so you can actually see the game live on your computer at the same time it's on the TV. Very nice. Oh, awesome. looking, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking to, to see more and more um, YouTube stuff from you, especially now that you're back from Japan. Yeah, i got yeah, to get back into mm. it with Odin and get some, to have some fun. Um, so, yeah, very excited that I managed to get a free one of those. Thank you, Algato. Nice. Very good. And um, for those out there that don't know, uh, I've been listening been releasing more podcasts for darkinsight.net that don't give up skeleton and if you want to tell your soul's origin story i think the the first three or four episodes are out now and i think they're pretty good if i do say so myself i mean i recorded them edited them yep. and released them yep. all by myself yep. but mm-hmm. I, I like them um the most recent one was with et morbid beard and i think i'm gonna have um the first first one this week will be from someone that i actually had not known before i uh, interviewed her so that was kind of weird and cool um like I, that, most of the people that I've done so far, like I've actually known or talked to before and like hung out with, or at least had a, you know, some sort of like idea of who they are. This was just a complete stranger that I started talking mm. to over Skype. So <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Nice. Thanks everybody for listening. And this has been dark insight episode 21 and we will see you next time. Adios. Your blood's gonna burn. I knew it was the devil came. He's just bad for good. So death is coming. Purge this town. I know your name. And I'm gonna cut you down.
they say in Dark Souls 3? We've got Umbusser from Dark Souls. We've got Praise the Sun. What's the Dark Souls 3? Ashen 1. <laughs> Did you say Ashen 1? There it is. Ashen 1. <laughs> Ashen 1. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yeah. She oh, needs more yeah, lines. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no. <laughs> See you Adios. Alright, so that was right at three hours. Good job, y'all. Yep.